entrepreneurship is a pretty logical decision people go through their whole business case in their mind as to what can happen what will happen but the final decision to jump is sheer madness only those people who have got a bit of in fact not a bit of but a large amount of madness in their heads can become entrepreneurs although being a person who has gone through three recessions counting the covid one and lost job three times in uh, the three recessions i can say yeah. there is no safety in the job but yes there is a certain sense that it's predictable like every month a fixed salary comes as long as it comes businesses can go up and down and negative and all over the place ladies and gentlemen boys and girls do you aspire to be an entrepreneur to build your own business to leave a legacy behind if you want to know how to get started or if you're already on your journey and want some help on how to tackle the challenges you're facing this show is for you here at be your own boss we hear from entrepreneurs about their stories some very practical tips and some inspiration it's time to get started welcome to another episode of be your own boss these are tough times right now do you feel that you're stuck are you finding it difficult to grow your business to take it to the next level our guest this week is a business growth coach hemant jain who's also a keynote speaker a life coach change management consultant and a soft skills trainer hemant thank you so much for taking out time and joining us here on the be your own boss podcast thank you sachin thank you for inviting me here uh such an honor to have you on board uh, hemant um hemant for the now we are friends we know each other very well uh and for for the listeners so that they get a context of things and um the background of where you are uh, you know where you're from and who you are why don't we start with your story tell us tell us about your uh, your parents your siblings where were you born tell us about your childhood well uh, i belong to a typical uh, business family uh, a marwadi at that so i'm a marwadi jain uh, business background so dad was in business uncle in business so grandfather started a gold and silver business dad and uncle started a cloth business so uh, seen a fair bit of uh, prosperity in my early childhood uh, in fact my dad often used to joke that in his school days uh they would get allowances and they would go to watch a movie in a theater every weekend and mm. we would like that we should also get that privilege <laughs> <laughs> so uh so that was a bit of prosperity but then as i yeah. grew up i i would say let's say i would say fortunate to see the ups and downs of life uh economies went through a tumble and rise along with mm. that business dynamics change so i've seen those ups and downs in business i've seen the struggle as well as the uh, good times uh, of business that my dad and my grandfather has seen uh, so that uh, growing up in the atmosphere kind of shaped 
my personality and uh, my own resilience uh, if i were to say because when yeah. i entered my career my first job was in it uh, and i was the y2k batch of engineering passed out in the year 2000 when it was like oh, absolutely shit. booming and yeah. got a great job in a company called patni computers and promptly within one and a half years the it meltdown happened the bubble burst and one friday evening i get a call from hr saying thank you very much so that happened uh, in fact that was one of the best things which happened to me because one thing which i had learned was it was not for me in terms of i was not happy doing coding so when the jo- when the job disappeared from my life i was pretty pretty happy and i jumped on to training uh, along with a friend i started a training institute started conducting personality development program for teenagers i did vedic match training for school students college students mba aspirants teachers professors even retired gentlemen who wanted to do something different in their life uh, getting bored at home so i had very interesting audience for the vedic match and did a lot of gdpi training for mba aspirants very interesting life before i did my mba mm. and then jumped on to change management consulting post mba which was all about people uh, working in it companies i got to work on the people side of large scale transformations and that's where my journey of uh, working very closely with people started uh, the one and a half years of my training kind of set the foundation and then my consulting career of the last 20 years Uh, built up the whole working with people vibe and it was a great experience uh, kind of coaching began informally in those years when i was working with people building relationships and as building relationships happened uh, people would come and discuss their problems of personal lives careers everything would with us and over a period of time i kind of developed that knack of helping them find solutions simply by somehow asking the right questions uh of course mm-hmm. i had never i never had the solutions to give it to them so i would just ask them a lot of questions and they would find answers and they would go back happy it's the wisdom of the sages that the answer always lies within you <laughs> yeah. and and uh, we use the same principle when we do business coaching also uh, we do it in a group and we always say that the answer lies within the room we don't have to look for outside yeah yeah and so that's and that's the most yeah. important thing right it it takes someone else to come from outside and take an outside in look to help people help businesses find that answer within themselves yeah. absolutely so, so one is finding answers within you and the other thing is also finding answers within your own community uh, mm. people don't really need to look outside if you can bring 10 12 business owners together they will start solving each other's problems and they may have difficulty solving their own but very happy to solve other people's problem and, and it really works wonders when you see that in action it's it's great dynamics wow wow hemant so like going one step back here you know in the beginning of uh, your uh, like let's say from your schooling days you've seen uh, entrepreneurship in your family so you've always seen business so did that always you know stay in your in the back of your mind that one day you wanted to become a businessman you want to start your own business uh, because oh, you after after your studies you went into job right i mean you how did how did the family take that yeah yeah so i think uh, i i put all the blame on the good scores i got in my board exams 
because uh, i mean the career was set you know you do your school you enter college yeah. morning you go to college and afternoon you report to dad's business and start working with him by the time you complete your 5 years of commerce education you've learned the business also that yeah. that career path was pretty much set but uh, good marks in uh, by board exams and everybody was asking oh is he going to take science is he going to take uh, something else and dad said oh why don't you explore science and engineering uh, if you do well we'll start a factory for you <laughs> with <laughs> with that kind of a push i ended up doing my engineering and then doing my mba also <laughs> wow so quite so a diversion like, from like, <laughs> oh absolutely like i've done my i mean started off with a career path towards doing a business did my electronics in my 11th 12th then engineering then mba and then end up doing change management which is absolutely people side of it so life has been uh, very uh, series of transitions but i think uh, the business is always there uh, it's kind of in the blood so even when we were doing mba me and a friend of mine would often discuss all kinds of uh, business plans uh, if you remember mintra started as a business of customized t-shirts hmm. not a full blown shopping website now yeah. that was an idea which me and my colleague uh, which my my friend from an mba days we had discussed and created a whole framework for back in 2003 while we were uh, 2004 while we were at nitty doing our mba uh, we invited a few people who would design that website because the website was the key a website hmm. where you can go drag and drop and create designs of a t-shirt in a graphical user interface 20 years ago nowadays it's common 20 years ago it was not something very common yeah so we got some very exorbitant quotes and we had to leave the idea because we did not clearly have that money <laughs> <laughs> then uh, if you remember justdial.com in india you call up and yeah. any service you want anything you any any kind of service or service provider that was yeah. an idea we uh, discussed uh, pretty heavily and developed the full blown business plan uh started out even trying to find some vc who can fund it but because the original ask was almost 5 crores for the first 5 years of operation because it's a very data gathering intensive activity in the initial years i would just be collecting data before any semblance of revenues would start coming in uh, yeah. there was another idea we worked on and we couldn't execute it uh, there was a business plan we worked with another two guys four of us we worked on the plan those two guys resigned from their company we said okay we are ready to resign uh, what would be our stake in the company and they said oh we'll give you 1% each and we said ah 1% will not give any sense of ownership to us <laughs> <laughs> we let that opportunity go so yeah i mean we we were trying to uh, make our break in the entrepreneur world uh, even post mba uh, i think mm. final i finally after 10 11 years my friend gathered enough courage uh, to jump off the uh, career in the consulting world and went and started something on his own i took just 20 years to do it <laughs> yeah but it, look looking back i mean the you had brilliant ideas idea of justdial.com which is uh, virtually uh, a talking google in india right you just dial the yeah. number and then businesses can like uh, you know the people can call you and um, uh, mintra is a huge success in uh, in india and these kind of ideas uh, so you did start right and then uh, later 
then you know then continue so you so after your mba you started uh, working in the um, it industry and yeah. uh, so did you continue with your job there or did you quit your job at some point and started into consultancy uh, right at that time so yeah so even when i was working in the it company it was in the consulting division so i have been a consultant ever since my mba 2017 to 2022 Uh, until june i have been a change management consult working on the people side of change so it's it's been consistently that job in between while i was at kpmg it was also hr consulting uh, a little more than change management so that additional experience i got but it's been consulting all throughout a very rich and very very enjoyable journey which took me to many countries helped me work with so many different cultures uh meeting so many different people of different cultures different countries it's been an amazing experience yeah and how did you land up in dubai uh, so from you were working in india right at this point right so change management consulting very few projects in india uh, would spend on a change consultant it was predominantly the uh, western side the european and the americans who do that and mm-hmm. hence even in here in dubai there were projects which were happening so i first came to dubai in 2008 uh, i was working with the alrustamani group here on their it project uh, was here for a year went back then again by 2010 i was back here working with the ifco group in sharjah and then i worked with dubai cables dubai golf federal foods uh, often on multiple projects simultaneously distributing my time across projects so it was a very interesting experience again mm-hmm. a year and a half and then went back uh, came to kuwait for a year uh, in 2013 14 then 2015 was qatar and 2016 brought me back to dubai and this time i have been holding on to dubai for dear life <laughs> <laughs> non stop 6 years in dubai now yeah and uh, so wh- while you were in i mean you were working with multiple clients but was it a single job that you were working for a company and then on behalf of the company you're working for multiple clients or were you on yes. your own with uh, no it was always yeah. always as an employee that i worked mm-hmm. so it's only in the okay. last 6 months that i had i have no employer i am my own employer i registered my own company and yeah. did that uh you are just kind of being a very family oriented person my, i named my company also km consulting and coaching where k and m is basically my dad and my mom <laughs> oh that's sweet that's sweet so km consulting is is named after your mom and dad that's yes nice. yes so when 6 months ago when uh, you decided to make the make the shift and completely Uh, you know quit your job and uh, transition into uh, being your own boss yeah how did that conversation go at home see i think when it comes to entrepreneurship uh, we we often say that you take decisions logically and uh, entrepreneurship is a pretty logical decision people go through their whole business case in their mind as to what can happen what will happen but the final decision to jump is sheer madness only those people who have got a bit of 
in fact not a bit of but a large amount of madness in their heads can become entrepreneurs if you can't do that if you don't have that you can't become an entrepreneur you would not want to leave the safety of the monthly salary that you get although being a person who has gone through two recessions in fact three recessions counting the covid one and lost job three times in uh, the three recessions i can say yeah. there is no safety in the job but yes there is a certain sense that it's predictable like every month a fixed salary comes as long as it comes businesses can go up and down and negative and all over the place and there is a madness which is required uh, to take that leap and it's only when the family can see that madness and once they understand that if you don't do this you will be a very very unhappy soul that they begin to accept the reality that you will jump and they need to support you till that time everybody around you will try to explain and convince you that don't make this foolish decision and they are doing it from the goodness of their heart because they care for you there is absolutely no uh, negative feelings or they are not trying to stop your growth or uh, it's not that they don't like your growth it's just that they are very concerned about you and they care for you that's why they are stopping you from committing financial suicide <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this is why i said some madness is required and they they need to see the madness yeah yeah and that i mean the, the the passion call it madness call it passion call it craziness so that craze that passion has to be there and that so your uh, oh, your family saw that and they were like willing to support you with the so how how did it go from a fan, you know from a financial perspective you you're you're getting a salary like you said you know you're, there is a safety net of a salary every month right and when you decided that you're going to a uh, transition now and quit your job was there a second income at home was your wife working as well no my wife is a housewife uh, there is no second income so as soon as i quit my job and got my last paycheck the income has dropped to zero absolute zero yeah i am now for the last 6 months living completely off my savings and uh, i think when you decide to jump you need to take this calculated risk and it has to be calculated i mean at the back of your jump has to be a lot of calculation and uh, the projection that how far you can go without a salary if you have a working partner it becomes longer because the basic cost of living can be covered and you can control your expenses drop the vacations which you had planned etc etc if you are on a single income which you are now going to let go you will have to see how much savings you have and how far you can go with that i did have a run up of a year and a half in my calculations uh, which severely got constrained because the market tanked and some of my investments which i was thinking i could dip my hands into if needed all of them have been reduced to nothing now so uh, a couple of months down the line i will be definitely at a crossroad where i am thinking do i need to take up a job hmm. uh, i i will be in that position which is just part of the whole excitement of being an entrepreneur and that madness that yeah. you will be at those points where you reach a deadline like this and then suddenly 
the fifth gear in your mind starts working and you kick off something and something happens <laughs> yeah that's true this is this is the journey right and it, it is it is part of and uh, i'm so glad that you're you know you're sharing this journey with us which is uh, where these challenges these crossroads are, are pretty much a part of that journey and you're going to uh, yeah absolutely you know... absolutely <clears throat> let me say here that if i had to go back in job search mode let's say 3 or 6 months down the line i would update my cv put this 6 to 9 months of experience of running an entrepreneurship and put it in bold failed entrepreneur because wow. if i put it in bold and i highlight it i'm sure the interviewer will ask me about it yeah. and that's my chance to talk about these 9 months of super rich experience of running an organization coming up with new ideas trying marketing trying sales trying to reject my service offerings now yeah. i'm sure every organization would want somebody with this kind of an experience or talent which they wouldn't get uh, normally in a salaried person a failed entrepreneur is more like a gold mine in these uh, experiences so when any talk See, to people who are thinking yeah Yeah, yeah. See, that's why you're a business coach. This is like you know who can get, take get gold out of the out of a failure, right? This is you're able to see you know uh, a value in that failure, and you're able to uh, this is this is the, what is required uh, today, right? And, and this is how you can uh, transform businesses. This is how you this is what you do for a living. Absolutely, absolutely. I also do job interview coaching. so when i talk to people for their job interview preparation i actually tell them the very simple thing that the interview should be run by you and not the interviewer so you tell me what you want to talk about and we will make the interviewer ask you those specific questions and most guys are like no you can't do that i mean you, how can you have something like this happening how can you control the interview i said don't worry about that you just tell me what you love talking about what is your richest work experience the amazing uh, achievements that you have done and then we'll figure out everything else <laughs> <laughs> nice and then it it makes uh, you know it makes that whole experience of uh, you know preparing for the interview so different right now you're like now you're not thinking about what a, how do i um, make myself like you know uh, how do i make them believe that i'm the best for this but you're you're yeah. trying to now bring play on your terms uh, and you're changing the whole game of uh, job applications now with this absolutely absolutely and and you just translate the same conversation to business scenario uh, like a couple of weeks ago i was here in sharja at westford university uh, taking a session with the students there and the conversation was business, business. and i said today we will not learn something or teach something we'll just pick one product of your choice one product or service and you will b- build a business out of it for the next 2 3 hours the only conversation we were having in the sense that i was asking them one question again and again what are you selling and the first the answer would be a particular product i said yes that's the product what to see what is the uh, customer getting so then it would translate a little bit a product would now suddenly become an experience i said yes but how is it different from your competitor so what different is your customer getting 
and then the answer would slightly go towards okay what is the key aspect of your product how it is different and so on and so forth and then it would slowly after asking the same question again and again like what are you selling what are you selling it would ultimately end with an emotion hmm. or it could either be a convenience it could be an emotion it could be happiness like coca cola coca cola doesn't sell cola they sell happiness yeah right and like dar ke aage jeet hai you know what yeah. the brand i'm talking about and the emotion yeah. they are selling so that class of 3 hours with those students i just had exploring them one single question what are you selling now the same thing i use in business coaching what are you selling who are you selling to if they can refine that every conversation they have with their prospective customers is going to be very very different because they will stop talking about their product completely yeah and that's okay. where you go from selling to people buying you stop selling yeah. and people are buying yeah yeah i remember the the fortune uh, uh, the the fortune refined oil ad they yes. till uh, it's made by piyush uh, jain who's like who's, who's you know the master of uh, making ads and all he the whole ad you see you're trying to guess the product okay it's a it's a mother who comes and feeds and he says ghar ka khana ghar ka khana hota hai it's all about now they then they introduce the product so yes. they are not selling the oil in the product they are selling the the emotion this, uh, absolutely absolutely so hemant when um, now when you look at the uh, you know look at your your experience as an entrepreneur and compare this with your your life earlier as an employee what is it that you love the most being an entrepreneur see for me since i am an entrepreneur in the field of coaching the difference i am able to make to an individual's life and to the individual's life through their business i get to see very instantly the sparks that happen in their minds in their eyes the aha moments that they have like we are talking and suddenly they get an idea or i give them an insight which suddenly changes their entire perspective of either life or business it's i like blissful yeah i i enjoy that the most for me that beats everything else that i have done because corporate world ultimately is a world run through email powerpoints word documents you do make a difference in people's life it's not very visible at times there are those opportunities when you see it but you can't see it day in day out they are struggling most of the time to make things happen here it's like very specific and the other thing is corporate world you make a difference to a large like in my change management consulting experience hmm. i made a difference to a large number of people's lives but the difference is still pretty superficial or shallow hmm. i can't make a deep difference in their life here in coaching i'm able to affect their life positively at a very deep level so for me wow. that's been the biggest thing with the time as it grows successful uh, i'm definitely going to have more financial freedom better finances so i will be uh, more master of my time at this stage when i have just begun my entrepreneur journey uh, i would tell people that all those who think that they should do entrepreneurship because they want to escape 9 to 5 or 9 to 6 well the thing is you go from 9 to 6 to 24 by 7 
That's true. Absolutely. Because nine to six, maybe nine to nine with meetings, stretched, etc. But an entrepreneur is thinking about his business 24 by 7, Saturday, Sunday, no Otherwise, if you want work-life balance, entrepreneurship may not be the thing to start off. <laughs> so, from what you're saying is, if you're trying to run away from something, that's not the right approach, right? Absolutely if you're trying to run right. away from, oh, I don't want to, you know, uh, be working extra or something. But if you, if you, in your case, you were not going away from something; you're going towards something. You love this transforming lives. You love this so much that you wanted to, you didn't want to be confined by a company that defines what you should do. So you yes. started on your own and you're 100% into it. And uh, so you're, you went some, towards something rather than away from something. Absolutely. And, and that's rightly said. Uh, running away from something and getting into entrepreneurship is the wrong reason for going there. You should have your right reasons. You should be pulled to it rather than being pushed to it. Uh, that's well, well said, well said. Yeah. And uh, the, the amount of time that you're spending now in building your business and, you know, establishing it, because this is in the, in the beginning stage and eventually, I mean, like a baby, right? You're like when with a small baby, you spend a lot of time and eventually yes. you, you uh, once the kids grow up to, to teenagers, you long to, to spend time with them, but then you don't. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so Hemant, when, when you look back at your journey now, right, you've, you've had this couple of decades of uh, experience transforming lives around the world. You've traveled um, it, to different places. And then you've transitioned to establish your own business now. When you look back at this journey, what are those key learnings that you think you know you would have done differently if you were to advise someone who's at that starting point where that you were six months ago? Okay, um, what would you tell them to do differently than what you did? So when it comes to entrepreneurship. There are a couple of things which you need to do when you're just about to start off. One, I would strongly advise to have at least a two years financial backup. Because if you're starting off with a new venture, I think two years is a good enough time you should give it to take off. It could take off earlier, but giving up uh, in less than two years would be not giving it due justice. So two years financial backup you should have so that you can sustain it. The second is, I think, uh, if you're going to work with a team, the choice of your team, that's supremely important. If you're going solo, and that's one mistake which I did, start looking for partners to work with or vendors to work with uh, pretty much upfront. It might take some searching. For example, I tried doing my social media on my own and I was not systematic. I was not very focused. I didn't have a plan, but I was trying to be regular. And then one day I decided, okay, let's engage an organization to help me with that. And 
in three conversations i realized that there was so much to do and i was hardly doing anything so that was just one example there could be many other examples of what you are trying to do and what kind of support you need so try and onboard people or service providers as soon as possible so that you can get a better like you hit the road running the third would yeah. be customers that's that's like a basic thing for organizations when you are building a product or a service you should start selling and uh, the advice can vary here but you should get a few clients on board as soon as possible it could be free it could be deeply discounted pricing anyway that helps in many ways you start getting feedback on your service or your product so you can improve faster if you do a great job word of mouth starts off with these initial customers they become your marketing team in a way and so on so forth so i think these three things which would cover your customer your financial base and your learning curve with the vendors you start ticking off faster and and of course from the learning curve point of view you have to be very very open to learn new things new way of working and so on if it's a youngster who's starting off uh, you are pretty much plugged in into what uh, is happening around in this world but if you are an oldie like me 44 years of age or even higher uh, there's never an age to start off you can start off at any age but if you are an oldie like me uh you might not know what is really happening in the instagram world or the snapchat and other things you definitely need help and talk to somebody who knows those things we are dinosaurs at that <laughs> that's that's two of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah we 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 are the same <laughs> but yeah that's very very important uh, and very uh, practical tips that you just mentioned now so hemant um with with this with uh, now at the at the at this point in your journey when you look back and look at all the transitions that you have made and all the successes that you have had who would you like to give credit to for your success my parents absolutely uh, my mom is the one who is responsible for making me the way i am the character and the personality but from my dad one thing which i always saw was that he was almost universally respected by a whole lot of people people would come to him for advice and they would trust his advice and i i saw that in people's gratitude and their eyes and their words it would come out they would be so thankful of him and i've seen him uniform universally like respected and i always wanted to be like him so that kind of people orientedness kind of came uh, that way also and yeah. then there were these life principles which i learned from him about not being tense about things so whatever be the conditions he would be like almost almost calm and yeah, things would happen in my three job losses through the recessions when i called him up and told him or when i went back home and told him that lost the job his simple answer would be okay no problem you'll find another one that's all no need for worry no tension nothing no words of advice beyond that no life gyan nothing just the plain simple words you lost one you'll find another one that's all that he told me 
and and in wow. general like once lost my credit card somebody spent some uh, 5 lakh rupees on my card within half an hour i was like gone he said credit card company etc he said yes they take 6 months time to investigate he said yeah it's okay it's your hard earned money it won't go anywhere that's all wow so i've seen him in and even otherwise like these are small things from his perspective there are like bigger issues that he has seen in life i never saw him tensed and he was like peace of mind is most important uh, he wouldn't mind losing a bit of money to gain peace of mind if there was a business dispute with a couple of lakhs at stake uh, he would choose the path of mental peace rather than keep fighting for it and be tensed about it and so on so forth and eventually things would turn his way also so those are a couple of things which i've learned from it and which have helped me be where i am today which helped me take the decision of even jumping so i know that i have some backup i want to do this i'll do this it will be fine if it is not i'll find another job yeah yeah you know that confidence and the, the, the now that's the secret behind the smile and the always so so just for the listeners who uh, you know you, you, if you haven't seen hemant you know the, hemant is always smiling no matter what the situation is you will see that when he was telling about the losses when he was telling about that he lost his job and things like that uh, you know when we were having conversation earlier always smiling and this is where that energy and the confidence comes from and and this is where your inspiration comes from so in fact the first time the job loss i was like very thankful the first job loss i was very thankful it happened because i was not enjoying my it job and i was happy it happened second time it was like oh my god job loss no salary what will happen but quickly recovered from it the third time job loss happened i was like okay probably this is a sign i should be doing something different so let me start exploring because the last two times the job loss happened i actually started off thinking of something new the first job loss i started my own business did trainings for a year and a half which changed the course of my life like that training was responsible for me getting into change management which has taken me to so many countries the second yeah. job loss gave me a very different perspective of life and i started thinking a differently so third time was a good kick in the back time to do something different okay let's do the life coaching certification i've been thinking about for 4 5 years time to put it into action <laughs> so everything happens like you know it, it happens for good you, you've kind of turned every adversity into an opportunity and you've turned it around uh with your with your positive attitude so what's your next plan now so for now along with the life coaching which i was doing for the last 2 years Uh, I'm now started uh, into the business coaching for the small and medium enterprises, uh, working with the uh, UK-based firm, the Alpha Group. Uh, I'm the regional director for Alpha Group in Dubai now, and we bring in the concept of the executive board for small and medium-sized enterprise. So it's a very interesting concept. Different, uh, let's say, twelve to fifteen business owners, up to twenty maximum. come together in a room and they form a board large organizations have the luxury of having a board of directors and they can employ consultants to help them enhance their business we bring that in a very economical way for the small and medium sized enterprise so you form the board of different business owners and i will be their 
coach every month we meet once for a 6 to 7 hour intensive meeting 25% of that meeting is me coaching them on one aspect of business it could be their goals it could be their operations leadership development cycle uh customer orientation customer profiling their unique pro- let's say prospect uh, identification and so on so forth that will be 25% of the meeting 75% of the meeting is in three chunks where we pick one business owner's problem and the entire room which is like 10 15 business owners solving this one business owner's problem so it's wow. a mastermind it's a brainstorming where everybody is solving each other's problem now the beauty is all these business owners are from different businesses when we form a board we don't have competition in the room there cannot be two hoteliers two restaurant owners two printing businesses so very diverse business owners in the room are giving ideas to a single business owner which this business owner may not have encountered because they are in that siloed thinking of their own business they get very different different uh, diverse ideas the second thing is yeah. most of the times problems are not very unique most businesses have similar problems they have a different lens of looking at it so when one individual's problem is being solved everyone is finding solutions to some of their problems in that problem solving session so while their problem specifically is not being treated everybody goes back home or back to their office with certain solutions which they can implement in their business and yeah. it is this power along with the coaching that has helped the alpha group deliver a promise of doubling business value in 2 years very very predictably they have 10 years mm-hmm. of being in the market and they have actually delivered on their promise pretty much always wow so when when the business the different you know uh, different business owners different uh, uh, people from different backgrounds they come together solving uh, trying to solve a single uh, problem so how does it so uh, i'm i'm trying to you know picture myself in that room now there are people 10 people let's say 10 people coming in from different um, you know uh, business backgrounds everybody has their own problems whose problem are we solving so it pretty much pretty much go round robin people are given the opportunity to present their problems before the meeting they would send their problems to me and we pretty much take them in first come first serve basis and every month we are picking three business owners so in a matter of 4 to 5 months each one's one big problem would already have been taken up and while they are solving other people's problem also they are getting ideas to solve their own problem so it's not far off and if somebody has an urgency even beyond the board i can do one to one coaching with them and there is the whole gold uh, coaching framework and the gold is not just the metal gold it is goals operations leadership and development it's a whole model built around the goals operations leadership and development of of the organization and they can pick a particular problem they have and we pick up the uh, respective aspect of business and we coach them onto it so even a one to one coaching possibility is there uh, when they get engaged wow and how do uh, people connect to so l- l- let's first talk about these these monthly meetings right so how can yeah. 
small businesses, uh, you know, any, uh, new entrepreneurs, get on board with these monthly meetings with uh, Alpha? So uh, it's as simple as talking to me. I explain them the whole concept, uh, tell them about the fee they need to pay. Depending on their business size, it's pretty much either 150 pounds per month or 300 pounds per month for businesses with larger revenue basis of more than 1.5 million. Uh, and uh, they fill up a application form. Uh, head office, uh, our MD Colin would evaluate the business owner and approve or reject it. And it also becomes a kind of first come first serve because as I said, it's only one business type owner in the room. So if there are yeah. two people who are doing a similar business, let's say digital marketing, the one whose application gets accepted enters the board and the other one will have to wait till the second board is formed several months later. Because I'm not going to form many multiple boards at the same time. I form one board, run it for at least about six months and then think about forming another board uh, when the first board has uh, taken some traction. So it, it's as simple as talking to me. I explain them the whole concept and they choose. Or let's say if they want to experience, then after I've taken them through the concept, they can attend one board meeting and see the whole thing in action. And then they can decide. But of course, since it's serious business, uh, they have to sign an NDA because they are entering a room with business owners where business ideas yeah. are being discussed. I mean, core business things are being discussed and it's not free. They need to pay for that one meeting also. Uh, the, the organization, the Alpha Group is very clear about it that we deliver immense value in those meetings and we do not hand it out for free. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, m makes sense. And uh, so how do people reach out to you, Hemant? What's the best way? Sure. I'm on LinkedIn as Hemant Jain. Easy to find. Uh, and the other thing is uh, I have a Linktree uh, account where linktr.e slash coach Hemant. Uh, we can put it in the comments and people can click there and they will yeah. find all my... Uh, contact details there, my socials, they can uh, reach me by email, WhatsApp, direct calling. Everything is there on that one link. Got it. So that's linktr.ee. That's linktree, linktr.ee slash coach Hemant. Yeah. Uh, that's yes. C O A C H H E M A N T, coach Hemant. And that's where we can, people can find out your uh, contact details and reach out to you. Yes. All right. Heyman, thank you so much. It has been such a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. Thanks for coming on the Be Your Own Boss podcast. Thank you, Sachin. It's been an amazing experience being here, having a chat with you. Hopefully, the entrepreneurs listening, the students listening, the people, the businessmen, anyone everywhere who's listening to this podcast, and I hope thousands and thousands of people are listening to this one, get some shred of advice from it and can actually act on it. It'll be great for them. Definitely. Uh, Heyman, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was Heyman Jain, business growth coach, keynote speaker, change management consultant, and soft skills trainer. And you've been listening to Be Your Own Boss.